Welcome to Bite by Bite Nutrition for Life, a broadcast of Purdue University Extension, where we cut through the hype, explore the science behind food and nutrition, and provide practical tips for incorporating healthful strategies into everyday life. Welcome back to Bite by Bite Nutrition for Life. We are here today to digest our previous episode on supplements. So hang in with us for a few minutes as we dig into this topic. So Michaela did a great job of explaining to us the variety of things to consider when taking a supplement, but it really comes down to two big things. Number one, are they safe? And two, do they do what they say they're going to do? Okay, first bullet point here. Supplements are not without danger. We know that supplements are not regulated by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. So the question if they are safe is really kind of up in the air. We can use third parties to help us determine their safety, like NSF International or Consumer Labs or USP, to look for those seals of approval on the bottle. But these third-party certifications, while these third-party certifications are great to help us know that what is on the label is actually what's in the supplement, um, it doesn't actually tell us that, they, that the product works or that it is safe for our own unique needs. Point number two, know where you can go for research-based information on supplements. So we have a couple of really great resources. We can look both to the National Institutes of Health, Office of Dietary Supplements, or the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, which is really great because it gives a little extra detail for those who may be undergoing cancer treatment. And these can help us determine if the supplement is going to do what it says it's going to do. There has been a ton of research conducted to help us determine if any of these supplements are actually going to improve anything. Not a supplement, but a fad, um, for example, that is currently going around is drinking lemon water first thing in the morning. There is this idea that the lemon is doing something special for our body, um, but the magical properties of this lemon water is really just the hydration that you are receiving from drinking the water after going all night with no hydration. So while there are so many individual factors to consider if the supplement is going to help you or not on top of just what the research says. So these things might be like your diet, medicines, or other supplements you might be taking. Your diet could actually prevent these supplements from being absorbed or there could be an adverse reaction between the supplements and medications. Again, supplements are not without risk with the most minimal risk being that you are just wasting your money and the most extreme risk being adverse health impacts. You know, Tanya, we talked about supplements. Are they safe and do they do what they say they're going to do? But something else we really need to consider is do we even actually need that supplement? And so Michaela um, suggested during her episode that we um, should have blood work done to see if we even need that supplementation. And the answer is most likely probably not if we're following a varied and balanced diet. Um, but if you are excluding certain food groups, you may want to supplement uh, to make sure you're getting those nutrients from that food group you're excluding. One of my concerns though, because this is something that recently happened to me when I went to the doctor for just my yearly uh, physical, was that it was a new doctor. I walked in the room and she says to me, Monica, do you take any supplements? And I said, no. And she goes, oh, well, we recommend to all of our patients that you should take a calcium and vitamin D supplement. And I'm sitting there thinking, wait a minute, what? <laughs> all you know about me is that my name is Monica and I don't take supplements. And you're recommending to me that I need a calcium and vitamin D supplementation. 
like you you haven't done any blood work you have no idea what my calcium and vitamin d levels are you don't even know anything about my diet to know if i'm consuming these things in my diet to be making that that general recommendation and so it's very important when we are going to the doctor that you're getting a message that is unique to you um the the fact that she said they recommend this to everyone uh that's kind of a a red flag to me because my experience should be unique Plus, I do drink probably about a gallon of milk a week, so I'm getting plenty of calcium and D from that vitamin, or from that milk. I also um, like to worship the sun, so I get a lot of vitamin D from the sun. Uh, I know that that's a whole other episode talking about skin cancer if we want to go there, but I do love the sun. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> so it's really important to challenge your healthcare providers if they do give you this general recommendation. My husband's been laughing at me because I've been so irritated by this experience that that happened to me and he's like well what's the harm and well the harm is my relationship with you for one for making a general recommendation to me but calcium and vitamin d in general probably isn't going to cause a lot of harm but it could depending on anything else that might be going on with my diet or medications that i'm taking that they had not yet gotten to so it's very important to challenge any uh, medical practitioner if they give you a general supplement recommendation but do go to that doctor and ask for labs to find out do you need any supplementations are you deficient in any um, nutrients before just jumping in and taking those supplements which leads us to our final point and that is that our best first option is to get all of our needed vitamins and minerals and other nutrients from our food Two reasons for this are that nutrients are more available in food form compared to pill form, meaning our body is better able to absorb those nutrients when they come from food. The other reason being that when we eat food opposed to taking a supplement, we are getting a wide variety of nutrients to meet all of our daily nutrient needs. Yes, Tanya, that, that thinking about your diet should definitely be considered in uh if we should take any supplements, whatever our dietary needs are, hopefully that's meeting our, our needs first, and then we can take supplements if we're unable to meet it from there, and that should always be considered. We hope you found this digest helpful. If you have any questions or just want to give us a shout out, hop over to our Facebook or Instagram page where you can find Bite by Bite Nutrition for Life. Until next time, remember to ask questions, challenge the myths, and stay true to you.